0: Ha-yoyim-yoyim, Sivan, Rish Sivan, says the Rebbe. First of all, today, Ad Yud Be'ez B'choydash, V'ad Be'chal, in Emeim R'im Tachin. Today, until the 12th day of the month, including the 12th, we do not say, Ressai Tachnun. And the Rebbe said by Yef Abrengin, in 1984, that the reason the Rebbe had to write this is because there's opinions, those there are those who don't say tachnon for the first 13th day of the month the first Days of the month, um, because of the Sake of the Yamer, the extra day. The Rebbe says, "Why didn't the Rebbe hold of that?" Basically, the, bar- the, what's the what's the calculation? Why are we not saying Tachanun until then? Right now, I understand the whole preparation. Today is the day we arrived at Har Sinai, Mount Sinai, and so on. On every day, was a bigger preparation. We're literally in the in the height <laughs> of or what of the Throws. we're in the throes of of of, of uh, of, our prepar- of the ultimate climax of our preparations for the giving of the Torah, the receiving of the Torah. But what happens after Matan Torah? Why do we continue? So there's an interesting halacha, a psukim, which compare all the three holidays together, from which we learn that you, you could do the tashlum and you could pay up the sacrifices, if you missed it, on Shavuos, for the days, the subsequent days, for as many days as the other holiday of Pesach, or, or, or sukkah, I don't remember which one, how many... But the bottom line is Which goes until day 12 And it's not relevant to say Oh we don't know what the real day is Because what are we doing here for To commemorate what happened in Yerushalayim in Jerusalem And in Jerusalem there was never a concept of the Adayim Of the right day and the wrong day And therefore The only reason we're not saying Tachnun Is because what they did in Yerushalayim And therefore it's not relevant To to, to take into account the of the Okay that's the uh that's the explanation that the Rebbe gave. Um in by that for bringing it. Now for the core of today's so game says the Rebbe, it says Throw a stick into the air will fall back on its root side. On its root side. Um apparently it's a medrash rabba somewhere. Basically, and, and scientifically, basically, apparently the side where the root is is a little thicker. And therefore, gravity dictates that when you throw it up in the air, you can throw the stick up however, much, however you want. It always falls down on the same side of the stick. The heavier side of the stick. Right? As a kid, you probably played with sticks and you threw them in the air and you know exactly what the Rebbe is talking about. Rashi quotes this in Chumash because after hugger was married to Avram for who knows how many years, and so, so many years, What happens the moment she leaves um, Avram's house? She gets a wife for her son Yishmael from the land of Mitzrayim, where she came from. Rashi over there says that you see that no matter how many from where she grew up, he says this is what it means, that people go back to their roots. People go back to their roots. They go back home. And, you know, it doesn't matter how many years she was in a holy environment. It's not necessarily indicative of... uh, of uh, that, the core and the root has changed, and therefore it goes back and it uses this expression you throw the stick up in the air, it always goes back to the root. It says, The uh, it is an inheritance with unbounded limits. Um, a bound right basically, like you could have a, a, a inheritance which has boundaries, and then there's the Gemara says, Avram had a boundary, Yitzchak had a boundary. Ya'akov was given the, uh, a limitless, right, the, uh, the north and the south and the east and the west, that's Ya'akov. So, so too, he says, it is a nachelah without any um, boundaries. The rebbe's, the holy rebbe's, bequeathed the early Chesedim, the chesedim Harishayim, the first Khsidim that their children, and the children of their children, and the children of their daughters, they, they same for older generations, in Whenever country or environment they would find themselves, they'll always retain, they'll always have that root, that original root. What is that root? For Amshachas Halev, it is the attraction, being drawn the inner wordness of the heart, the inner place of the heart, to the rock from which they were soon. The, a person goes back, like we said before, from where their essence comes from, the halev, the depth of the heart. And he says, sometimes, now why do you have to throw it up in the air? Pasha, sometimes it's so concealed. You have to take it. If you want to find where the root is, you have to throw it in the air. You have to shake it out of its place. And it, come, and it comes back home. Right, We live in the neighborhood And uh, part of this building was sponsored by George Rohr One of the greatest philanthropists so He has the famous story, he's repeated a hundred thousand times He came to the Rebbe And he says that he's doing a, an event for Jews With no background and the, Rebbe, and the Rebbe protested The Rebbe says, what do you mean Jews with no background? He says it means they don't have any background The Rebbe says, I'm very surprised That you would say that when, when the Jews Come from Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov Every Jew has a background and I found letters of the Rebbe where the Rebbe tells somebody, he says that you say you're not religious. The Rebbe said there's no such thing as a not religious Jew. Very interesting words. There's no such thing as a not religious Jew. So the Rebbe said that it's embedded in your DNA, your religiosity, because for tens of generations, scores of generations, I think the, Rebbe, the words that used, an English letter, you, your, you have guys, you, your family has been fanatically religious. And just because one or two generations this, took a break doesn't change the core uh, quality and, and the core uh, um, character that's in your blood, that's in your genes. It's, it's there. It doesn't, didn't go anywhere. And so a person, but sometimes you have to find that root, that source, where that comes from. So he says, sometimes the element is covered and it's concealed by a number of Levoshim garbs. And this is the job of one who desires life. To do what? It's not a problem. It's not like you have to create any inspiration. You just have to remove the blockages. The second you stop eating chalabakum, you're good to go. You're going to start seeing, you're going to start realizing that there is a God in this world after all. Right? A person has to remove the blockages from the heart. Right, if, if, if people would stop eating teref, that's it. <laughs> right. So he said, you have to remove the concealments. So first you have to maybe move it out of the ground, which means remove it from the concealments. And then what's it mean to throw it up in the air? This is what I think the Rebbe is trying to say. Then now you have to do something proactive. So you have to set aside times to study teref, the teachings of teref. Which talks to the neshama, it talks about the soul and God and the relationship and the uh, and the world. adas as well as the customs of the congregation of That's the uh, that that expresses the customs expresses this deep attraction to uh, to the uh, to the, uh, to the uh, essence of a, of a Jew. Everybody have a fantastic day.